0: Priority Talk.
1: Welcome in. Brand new show, Priority Talk Radio. Yep, you're in right here at the very beginning, 5 p.m. Stay to the end if you possibly can, 7 p.m. Right here on Truth 101, WXJC. And uh, hey, we're glad to be with you. It's Priority Talk Radio. Greg Davis here with you. And uh, we're going to do it till 7. Nate Williams here. For the uh, greater part of the show, he's here. Yes, sir. And uh, uh, Josh is here. Stuart's here. The team's all here once again today. The team is all here. All righty. Um, hey, we've got a good one coming at you. Uh, really, the rest of this week, my goodness. We're going to keep you up to date on what's happening, you know, with some uh, current issues, of course. We can't cover everything, but uh, We'll hit some. Uh, and then uh, well, we've got some just fantastic guests coming on this week, just kind of all lined up this way. Stay tuned. Uh, coming up just in a little bit at the bottom of the hour, in studio, Secretary of State for the state of Alabama, Wes Allen, uh, in studio with us. So hang on. Uh, you know, they had a big press conference in Montgomery yesterday, and uh, they rolled out their, uh, their new AVID, which is the Alabama Voter Integrity database, and a big-time move here by our Secretary of State, Wes Allen, and I want you to hear all about it. Uh, This is going to, uh, hopefully, uh, I think all the plan is, tighten up uh, Alabama's uh, voter rolls. That's important, and that we have have, uh, voter uh, rolls with integrity. So that'll be coming up in just a little bit, and we may also get into some ballot harvesting talk as well. I know uh, they've got a bill that uh, didn't quite get passed last year that uh, is going to be back come uh, February, and uh, Senator Garland Gudger out of Coleman, Nate, your senator, is uh, sponsoring in the Senate this go-around on the Ballot Harvesting uh, Prevention Act, so I'm sure we'll get into that as well with the Secretary of State, Wes Allen. So uh, that'll be coming up just at the bottom of the hour. So stay with us. Next hour, uh, I want to get into uh, Donald Trump a little bit. He's sort of um, backpedaling. Is that the right word? Um, mm. On abortion.
0: Yeah. You just have to give me a moment as I take the knife out of my back.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll talk about it. Uh, he, uh, on Meet the Press Sunday, said that the six week bill in Florida, six week law, heartbeat, was what do you say? A terrible mistake? Yes, Uh, horrible or terrible, something uh, like that. Word choices. Yeah, and he says Republicans are going to have to um, basically soften up on abortion, or they're going to lose votes. Never. So, you know, he. I'll talk about it later. What what are your thoughts? I'll let you. I know you you got. You got to head
0: out. Just give me your quick thoughts, because you got to head out, and I'll, I'll talk about it next hour. The pro life coalition was one of the major forces in this country that helped to elect him in 2016. Right. And we didn't know if he'd come through or not. We did not know, but we. And he did. And he did while he was in office. Yeah. But uh, now uh, he's kind of turning his backs on us. Well, and now he's I trying to really get back in office. He's that. trying to get
1: back in office. Yeah. So, so my question is do you think he really meant what he did then? Or was that just politics, and now this is just
0: politics? I don't know. And you just have to do what you have to do to get elected? I don't know, but all I know is that when you support a good position like pro-life, I'll vote for you. And when you don't, well, I'm going to take him over the alternative, but not in the primary. Well, that's what he knows, see. He knows that, and and he knows he's got the primary one. Do you think that's his thing? Right, he's already
1: moving on toward the middle, because he's got the primary sewed up in his mind. He's got it sewed up, Mm. unless he gets indicted or put in jail, whatever, with all that stuff. I'm saying, purely from a primary political standpoint, he feels like I've got this, so I can start moving on and appealing to those other voters that I'm going to need to beat joe biden or gavin newsom or robert kennedy or whoever it may be
0: i know it probably doesn't matter but yeah i'm not going to vote for him in the primary yeah I hear with you. this yeah uh, but like you said if it comes down between him and joe biden yeah i'll vote for well, him it's
1: just a shame that you you feel like you have to cater to those to win i mean in, in our country and uh, i think if more people would just stay to being truly conservative they would do better yeah um We've seen it with people. Okay. A lot of you, by the time I get to it next hour, um, you'll probably already be moved on to other things. So nothing wrong with mentioning it now. And I'll come back to that and just plan on giving more of my deeper thoughts on that later. But Secretary of State Wes Allen will be with us at the bottom of the hour. Listen to this. Um, You know, we talk a lot about gambling here on the show. From You know, when it comes up, I don't like talking about it, but we have to. Uh, because of its predatory nature and uh, how so many uh, of even our Republican legislators have gambling fever, it seems. Listen to this. Um, this is an email that I received from a, uh, you know, a pro-family type group. And here's what it says. The next few days at the North Carolina General Assembly are going to be incredibly important, and we need your help. The Republican Uh, leadership in the state senate and the state house have been overcome by gambling fever and are absolutely fixated on legalizing commercial casino gambling and video lottery terminals video poker machines and they want to do this all across the state we continue to hear reports that they are pressuring and threatening fellow legislators who don't go along even if it would cause them to violate their conscience this needs to stop so they're saying hey contact your senators Uh, Then it goes on to say that Republican leaders have even concocted a scheme to pair gambling expansion with Medicaid expansion in an attempt to capture Democrat votes. But Democrats aren't going along. The governor says uh, GOP demand for passage of their backroom casino deal in exchange for a state budget and Medicaid expansion is the most brutally dishonest legislative scheme I've seen in my three-plus decades. People are right to be suspicious. Something has a grip on Republican leaders, and it's not the people of our state. Senate Democrats also joined an open letter today opposing the effort, saying, we, the members of the state Senate Democratic Caucus, will not be held hostage by Republican leadership in delivering for their hand-picked casino developer in their pay-to-play scheme. We are united in opposing this latest political stunt." Um, some of that sounds familiar, that, that kind of thinking. That wasn't in Alabama. Mm. I said up front, it was North Carolina. Okay. It's going on uh, now in North Carolina. So uh, it's not just here. Even in North Carolina, the uh, Republicans all in on gambling fever there. Now, they, are, they already have more gambling there than we have here but uh, they're not happy with that. You can't stop there. You got to keep pushing, pushing, pushing. Of course. For uh, for more and more. It's never enough because uh, greed knows no end. So, you know, you get what you can, and you move on, and you know, to the next, and you take it then. Um, so we've uh, it's it's a it's a big issue, and uh, I was just reading too the Virginia State Lottery announces record profits and. I, I encourage a lot of you to do this. I'm just talking gambling here for a minute. Go to Virginia Lottery. Just look it up online. VAlottery.gov, I think, or something like that. VA Lottery. Just go look it up. Most of us when we think of a lottery, we think of uh, scratch-off tickets at the convenience store, you know, maybe those kind of things. Yeah. I'm telling you, go on VA Lottery on the web. Virginia Lottery and look at it. everything that the Virginia Lottery entails. They have got games on there, on Mm. your phone, where you can, like, bet a dime to win up to, say, like, $5,000 or something like that. Oh, my. I mean, they hit every demographic, you know what I mean, every uh, level of income or ability down to a dime. Uh, And, I mean, there's dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens, probably hundreds, of these little online games on there that you can play. Uh, to gamble online. So it's just not the scratch-off tickets, okay? But last month, the Virginia Lottery announced record sales and profits. And that means more money going toward K-12 education in the Commonwealth. The numbers show uh, that lottery sales hit a record $4.6 billion, with the profits coming in at 86, $867 million. Think about it. Lottery sales four point six billion. Profits eight hundred sixty seven million. And the money's gonna go to the schools, it says. Does anything stand out to that about y'all? Those numbers? Four point six billion. Wow. Eight hundred sixty seven million in profit that will go to the schools. Do y'all see a gap there? There's a massive gap. I mean, think about it. Yeah. What is that? Uh, not twenty five percent of the money is actually going to get to the schools. Maybe that's the number they're giving. Twenty yeah. five percent. Mm hmm. Is that a good deal? No. Who's really making the money here? There's there's the there's three, what, three billion dollars? No, four billion dollars there. Almost four billion dollars. That's missing. That's missing. And
0: uh, they're calling that
1: a win. Greg, is it really missing? Well, somebody got it, is what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I say it's not the best way to fund schools. No. Let's quit calling it that. This isn't about schools. It's about greed. And it's about money. Not everyone sees the increase as a positive. Uh, Les Bernal, the uh, director of Stop Predatory Gambling, who I serve on the board with, of Stop Predatory Gambling, a national organization, uh, says, poor folks are playing these games because they think this is the best chance to change their financial future. It's a Hail Mary investment strategy that is mathematically stacked against them, so at the end of the day, they're going to end up losing everything. Um, this is why I've been saying for years, a lottery, let's, let's quit pretending that a lottery... Is the right way to fund our schools it's just it doesn't make sense the math's not there no it's just not there because if you really wanted to fund the schools then instead of spending uh, you know a hundred dollars on lottery tickets which apparently the schools are going to get less than 25 percent of eventually how about just go to your local school write a check and give it to the principal yeah, for For $100. I agree. I agree. And the school, your local school, would get 100% of the money.
0: Much more efficient. It,
1: isn't that a better way to fund the schools for people that's got fully. extra money? But that's not what this is about. No. It's not about funding the schools. So I just want to, as Alabama legislators also have gambling fever, many of them do, don't buy the lie. Don't buy it. There, there's the numbers. 800, uh, no, 400... $4.6 billion in sales, with profits at $867 million. Just remember those numbers, the gap
0: there. A massive gap. I think something that also needs to be brought up is when you have uh, lotteries that some of that money is being put forward to education, the average person thinks that that money for education is in addition to what states are already paying. And so they're like, oh, look at all this extra money. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes, depending on the state, when that lottery money goes to education, they start giving less to education yeah. than they were before, sure. so there's actually no difference. Makes no difference. No. Yeah, they start to, well, this lottery money is going to education, so all this other money we were already giving, we're yeah. gonna take some of that away. Or
1: they just create m- more programs to eat up the money, yeah.
0: they're ineffective and inefficient.
1: Okay, also, out of Atlantic City, New Jersey, commercial casinos, this is this is mo- current now, had their best July ever this year in the U.S. Casinos, winning nearly $5.4 from gamblers. So you've got the Virginia Lottery saying they just had their biggest month ever. You've got uh, commercial casinos in the U.S. saying they've just had their biggest month ever. And
0: think about it. What they're having their biggest months ever. Why? You know what that tells me. What? That tells me that hopelessness is there at all time high. There you go. That's it. More people, people are are than
1: ever are hopeless. They're desperate. They are desperate. What a celebration! And this is this is the only. I think Les said it perfect. Poor folks are playing these games because they think it's the best chance to change their financial future. In this economy, this world that we live in. It's a Hail Mary investment strategy that's mathematically stacked against them. So at the end of the day, they're going to wind up losing everything. And there's more to these numbers of the uh, casinos we could get into. But i got to take a break. Let's come back on the other side. Uh, Alabama Secretary of State Wes Allen in studio with us at the bottom of the hour.
0: are you ready to make a difference in your community i have the answer for you just forty dollars can provide one day of care for a foster child in alabama you can help kids like kaylee who clapped and cheered after entering her foster home when she saw cans of food in the pantry she happily exclaimed to her sister they would no longer be hungry not everyone is called to be a foster parent but everyone can do something by giving to the Alabama Baptist Children's Home, you're giving to the state's largest faith-based foster care provider. To help vulnerable foster kids in your hometown find hope and healing, visit alabamachild.org radio. That's alabamachild.org radio. We want you to be a part of the show. Yes you. To make comments or ask questions, call or text Priority Talk at 205-941-1011. Hey, this is Kyle Eidelman, author of Not a Fan and Gods at War, and you are listening to Priority Talk with Greg Davis.
1: 22 minutes after the hour. Priority Talk. Greg Davis, Nate Williams here. Okay, I'll get into this commercial casino numbers just a little bit more. This is from the American Gaming Association. Um, Casinos winnings up nearly 6% uh, from July 2022 to July 2023. Um, So, casinos are doing great. They love a bad economy. Oh, Oh, yeah. They love it. They love it. Um, the association says that casinos remain on pace to have their best year ever in 2023, with winnings from in-person casino games, sports betting, and internet gambling at nearly $38 billion. Think of $38 billion out of the economy for the first seven months of this year, 11% ahead of what they won during the same period in 2022. Now, that's the casinos winning, not the people. Uh, so... Uh, Sports betting generated nearly 498 million in revenue in July, up over now. Here's the number: up over 28 percent from a year ago. That's the number: 28 percent from a year ago. Wow. Internet gambling in Connecticut, Delaware, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia uh, generated another 481.5 million, up nearly 23 percent from a year ago. So. They're killing it, man. The group said 21 of 31 commercial gambling states that were operational a year ago and have complete data available posted year-over-year revenue growth in July. The only states reported their casinos won less over the first seven months of this year than last year. Here they are. And they're all – these are less, okay? They did less from July to this year. Florida, Indiana, Iowa – Louisiana, and Mississippi. Those were all down, anywhere from 1% to 4%, basically. Down huh. from last year. Uh, those, and those don't in- include tribal-run casinos, which we do have in Alabama. So it doesn't include those. I don't think they have to report those numbers. Um, combined revenue from online sports betting and internet gambling increased 25% year-over-year year in July. And the rate of revenue growth from land-based casinos, which includes money, one from gamblers at slot machines, table games, and retail sports betting remain steady at 2.5%. Look, here's the bottom line they are killing it. Just killing it and taking this money right out of our economy. Um, look, if you got money to blow, I got lots of better things you could do with it. Oh, yeah. How about sponsor a uh, child in foster care for $40 a day? you've Got forty dollars to spend at a casino or on lottery. Make a forty dollar donation, slash radio. Just go make a donation, mm-hmm. and that, that would really help somebody yep. instead of giving your money to the gambling bosses. They are killing it. And let me tell you, that's why one of the reasons that here in Alabama, even many of our legislators now we're not in session right now, but it's coming, they're working on it, have gambling fever.
0: Gambling fever. This
1: is why this is why they want a lottery. This is why they want casinos and sports betting because they see these other states raking in this money, but it comes directly from your own people. Mhm. It doesn't create any new money. It's the same money people would have spent on something else or helping someone else. It's the same money and we just saw about 75% more than 75% of the lottery, Uh, who knows where it went. It sure didn't get to the kids in the schools.
0: Nope. It's kind of funny how people are, where most people, you'll ask, hey, do you want higher taxes? Do you want to give your money away? Most people would say, no, I'd I'd rather not. I, I want to keep my money. But then they'll go in the gamble and realize it's a lot of the same thing. You're just giving your money away. You're, you're not going to win, statistically. No, no. Every now and then, somebody will a little bit. But even a lot of times, those people lose over the long haul. Oh, they do. Uh, what's that? Oh, goodness. You, you, you've you talked with me about this before, about lottery winners, how oftentimes oh, they'll- Oh, yeah. That ruins their up, life. It, it'll ruin their life. They'll yeah. end up bankrupt and-
1: Bankrupt, divorced, commit suicide. Not all of them, but it, but it happens. Yeah. It's not the, it, not the greatest thing you ever think. But even people who go for a weekend and win a little money, well, they're just making up for what they lost the other three times they went. You know what I mean? You're still behind. So anyway, I I didn't necessarily plan a master plan today to get on gambling like this, but I just know what's coming down the pike next year here in Alabama. Uh, And we've got legislators who are just burning with the fever. And they see these numbers coming into the government coffers, and they just see more and more ways to spend the money, uh, more and more programs to create to keep people more dependent upon the government, and uh, and it's um, and it's and that's that's the Republicans. <laughs> the Democrats got a whole it's a whole another world there, uh, but uh, you know, even just a lottery, you see this. And look, this is money that could have been invested. This is money that could have been saved. It's money that could have been spent, it's, uh, it's, it, but it won't be. It won't be. This is money that won't go to your local local businesses with county and state taxes, uh, city taxes in it. Um, you know, if somebody goes and spends $50 on lottery tickets and they lose their $50, okay, what are we saying? Maybe uh, $7, $8 of it might get to some schools somewhere, $7 or $8 of it, where they could have gave all 50 to the school. Yes. Uh, or they could have spent that that's 50 dollars that won't get spent in walmart yeah or your local stores and mm-hmm. it won't get local taxes won't come out of it won't won't you know be be there and so it hurts your local tax base and so you're talking about higher taxes eventually the county and in the city say hey uh, we got to raise our taxes to make up the revenue that we're not seeing come in and mm-hmm. you know, they won't say it's because people are doing it gambling but they'll just say we're short Yep. So now they got to raise taxes to make up the difference, and of course, it'll all be because the schools are going to suffer, yep. if we don't do it. And so they'll, you know, um, they'll back you into a corner
0: to approve even more taxes on the on the local level. Higher taxes. It's what Pe- it leads to? Yeah, people then get uh, poorer, and then when they get poorer, they get more, more desperate, desperate, and, and, that's and they what gamble. We're here. And then there's
1: right now with the economy the way it is, with inflation high, people are hurting, people are desperate. And what are they doing? Well, all-time highs in lottery, all-time highs in casinos and sports bettings. It's not because people got extra money, because they don't. All right, let's take a break. Secretary of State out. Wes Allen. Wes Allen, Secretary of State. Got it right. There we go. In with us in just a moment. In studio. Stay with us. You want to hear what he's got to say about AVID, the Alabama Voter Integrity Database. We'll be right back.